Let us open our Bibles to 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 for an opening verse of Scripture. It is a great privilege for which we ought to be very thankful to be in the house of God this morning, the church of the living God, the temple of the Holy Spirit, where God abides and dwells with His people. And we come into His house as under both Testaments, to see and to hear the testimony of Israel, which is the written Word of God. And so it is before us. It's in your hands. We are so blessed to have the inspired and preserved words of the living God in our language, in our hands, to read and to understand. And that will be a major part of what I want to communicate to you this morning. I want one verse out of 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. The Thessalonica church was a good church, few problems. The apostle had much to say in their commendation. He has thanked God always for them according to the second verse of the first chapter for their work of faith, labor of love, and patience of hope in the Lord Jesus Christ, knowing that they were God's elect. But he comes to the second chapter and he mentions that he had something else that he was very thankful for. And it's verse 13. For this cause also thank we God without ceasing. Because when ye received the word of God, which ye heard of us, ye received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God which effectually worketh also in you that believe. Amen and amen. The apostles and his fellow laborers were very thankful, and they never ceased being thankful for the attitude that the Thessalonians had toward the Bible and toward Bible preaching. That when he had been in Thessalonica, after having endured quite the affliction in the city of Philippi, Thessalonica not being far from Philippi in Macedonia of Greece, when he came to Thessalonica, they received his preaching because it says, the word of God which he heard. So it's not the word of God which they read, but the word of God which they heard by Paul's preaching. They received it. This isn't the word of men. This is the word of God. And that is what he was thankful for. And if Paul was thankful for the Thessalonians on that measure, let's make sure we meet that measure today ourselves in receiving the preaching of God's Word as God's Word. And the preaching of God's words, which He has taught us to emphasize, as God's words to us. In the year leading up to my ordination, I remember spending a great deal of time and it was part of my assignment and part of my desire to establish myself as solidly as possible on the three-word job description of a minister. Preach the Word. And so I wanted to establish myself in the authority of the King James Bible, the rules of interpretation, the value of Scripture, and so forth and so on. And this verse here was very precious because of the last clause. Look at the last clause. Which effectually worketh also in you that believe. It effectually works. 
Now, can you think of a verse in the Bible where you have the word effectual and you like it? The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. The word effectual, if you want a simple definition for it or a synonym, is effective. The effective fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Well, the Word of God effectively works in those that believe it. If we receive the words of God today, not as the words of Peter, not as the words of Paul like here, not as the words of Jonathan Crosby, but the words of God, they effectually work. This is a spiritual book. It's different from every other book. If you read and trust this book and believe in it and believe these are God's words, they will effectually work and change your life. They will build you up in your inner man. They will enliven your heart. They will quicken your spirit. Did David say anything about quickening his spirit according to God's words in a chapter that has 176 verses in it in Psalm 119? The word works effectually in those that believe it. And I want to encourage you toward that this morning. I'm going to spend some time emphasizing on how you should read the Bible and your attitude toward it. I want you to love every word of it. God has taught us that, and He has moved us in that direction. I want you to know this verse. I mentioned it to the men just ten days ago. I want to mention it to you again. It's an important verse. The Word of God, when received as the Word of God, discounting and ignoring the man preaching it, discounting and ignoring the man that wrote it, it's the words of God effectually works in those that believe. It will enlighten your mind. It will convert the simple. It is altogether lovely. It is altogether pure. It is righteous and established in heaven forever. This is a heritage that you can take for you and your children forever. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Luke 4, 4, every word of God is pure. Proverbs 30 and verse 5. It effectually works also in you that believe. It was effectually working in Saul of Tarsus, who was now the Apostle Paul. It was effectively working in Timothy. It was effectively working in Silvanus, who wrote this epistle, and it was working in these Thessalonians. And their reputation had spread throughout the whole world for the effect of God's word in their lives. Oh, brethren, Let's receive every time the Word of God is open to us today. Let's receive it as it is in truth, the words of God. And let's believe them. Let's humble ourselves before them. And let's let them work effectually in our lives. I want this Word to work effectually in me, and I'm your servant to help it work effectually in each one of you. Let us pray. Our Father which art in heaven, we thank Thee. Lord of heaven and earth, that you inspired and preserved your words to us in our generation, in our language, in our nation, and you have given us an understanding of most of them. We bless and we praise thee. Heavenly Father, we will this day, according to this measure for which the apostle gave thanks without ceasing to receive your words as your words, as they are in truth and not the words of men. While we will consider Peter, we know that holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost so that you are the author and they are but secretaries. We thank thee, Heavenly Father, for thy precious word. 
We thank Thee that Thou hast not made it known to all generations or all nations of men, but You have blessed us with it. And we it is not because of any goodness in us, but because it seemed good in Thy sight. And we are so favored. And we commit this day unto Thee that these are Your words. And we will deal with each one of them. And we will not neglect any of them. And we pray that by the power of the Holy Ghost, which is the Spirit of enlightenment, that He will open our minds and our hearts, that we might behold wondrous things out of Thy law. Heavenly Father, teach us the truth of Your Scriptures. Open to us these pages. Bless our minds to be enlightened and raised up from their depraved and foolish condition and from the ignorance of men around us. Quicken and enliven our hearts that they might embrace Thee in the truth that You have so faithfully preserved for us. Heavenly Father, we pray that You will convict us to turn from sin in our lives. That You will instruct us in the highway of holiness and the road of righteousness. That we might be preserved from the congregation of the dead or wander out of the way of understanding. Oh, Heavenly Father, I pray that You would raise us up by Your Word to delight in those things that are above more than those things on the earth. We live in a time that is called the information explosion, and we are overwhelmed daily with an input to our senses and an overload of information, the vast majority of which is entirely worthless for life in heaven or life on earth. But we thank Thee that in these words, the words of the living God, we have instruction for our souls, a light for our path, and a more sure word than even Your voice from heaven. Heavenly Father, help us to trust it this deeply, this greatly. And may we look forward to each word that You show us today. Be with our brothers in Malaysia as they have finished their work. Rest them, relax them, recover them, and bring them safely to us. And Heavenly Father, let the word that has been sown, the seed sown in Malaysia and Singapore, let it find fertile ground in the hearts of your elect that heard it and bring forth much fruit in that place. Bless the ministers that they leave behind, that they might be encouraged in their work and those saints that are there encouraged in their places. Heavenly Father, we're thankful for our nation and we pray for it. We're thankful for our rulers and we pray for them. We intercede and beseech Thee and supplicate Thee for them. Heavenly Father, we're thankful for every good thing that we enjoy that You have poured out through the windows of heaven upon us. We are blessed abundantly. We're thankful for this place and those of like precious faith You have put here with us and for us. And we pray your blessing upon all of us this day that our worship will be acceptable in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord, in whose name we pray. Amen.